0: Welcome to the Daily Scripture Reading for July nineteenth, two 2023. Our readings today come from Ezra chapters 1-3 through 3 and Psalm 45. We'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Links to today's readings can be found in the podcast description. Ezra 1 In the first year of King Cyrus of Persia, the Lord fulfilled the prophecy he had given through Jeremiah. He stirred the heart of Cyrus to put this proclamation in writing and to send it throughout his kingdom. This is what King Cyrus of Persia says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He has appointed me to build him a temple at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Any of you who are his people may go to Jerusalem in Judah to rebuild this temple of the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives in Jerusalem. And may your God be with you. Wherever this Jewish remnant is found, Let their neighbors contribute toward their expenses by giving them silver and gold, supplies for the journey and livestock, as well as a voluntary offering for the temple of God in Jerusalem. Then God stirred the hearts of the priests and Levites and the leaders of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin to go to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple of the Lord, and all their neighbors assisted by giving them articles of silver and gold, supplies for the journey and livestock. They gave them many valuable gifts in addition to all the voluntary offerings. King Cyrus himself brought out the articles that King Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the Lord's temple in Jerusalem and had placed in the temple of his own gods. Cyrus directed Mithridath, the treasurer of Persia, to count these items and present them to Sheshbazar, the leader of the exiles returning to Judah. This is a list of the items that were returned. Gold Basins, 30 Silver basins one thousand, silver incense burners, twenty nine, gold bowls, thirty, silver bowls, four hundred ten, other items one thousand. In all there were five thousand four hundred articles of gold and silver. Shesbazar brought all of these along when the exiles went from Babylon to Jerusalem. Ezra two. Here is the list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Saraiah, Realiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mispar, Bigvaiah, Rehum, and Baana. This is the number of the men of Israel who returned from exile. The family of Perosh Two thousand one hundred seventy two the family of shephetah three hundred seventy two the family of era seven hundred seventy five the family of pahath moab descendants of jeshua and Joab two thousand eight hundred twelve the family of Elam one thousand two hundred fifty four the family of zatu nine hundred forty five the family of zakai seven hundred sixty the family of Benai, 642, the family of Bebei, 623, the family of Asgad, 1222, the family of Adonachem, 666, the family of Bebei, 2056, the family of Adin, 454, the family of Ader, descendants of Hezekiah, 98, the family of Bizai, three hundred twenty three. The family of Jorah, one hundred twelve. The family of Hashem, two hundred twenty three. The family of Gibar, ninety five. The people of Bethlehem, one hundred twenty three. The people of Nitofa, fifty six. The people of Enathoth, one hundred twenty eight. The people of Beth Asmaveth, forty two. The people of Kiriathjirim, Kafira, and Beeroth, seven hundred forty-three, the people of Ramah and Giba, six hundred twenty-one, the people of Micmash, one hundred twenty-two, the people of Bethel and Ai, two hundred twenty-three, the citizens of Nebo, fifty-two, the citizens of Magbish, one hundred fifty-six, the citizens of West Elam, one thousand two hundred fifty-four, the citizens of Harem three hundred twenty. The citizens of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, seven hundred twenty five. The citizens of Jericho, three hundred forty five. The citizens of Sinea, three thousand six hundred thirty. These are the priests who returned from exile. The family of Jedediah, through the line of Jeshua, nine hundred seventy three. The family of Imer, one thousand fifty two. The family of Pashur, one thousand two hundred forty seven. The family of Harim, 1017. These are the Levites who returned from exile: the families of Jeshua and Kademiel, descendants of Hodaviah, 74. The singers of the family of Asaph, 128. The gatekeepers of the families of Shalom, Ader, Talmon, Akkab, Hatida, and Shobei, 139. The descendants of the following temple servants returned from exile: Ziha, Asufa, Tabeoth, Keros, Siaha, Sayaha, Padon, Libanah, Hagabah, Aqab, Hagab, Shamei, Hanan, Gedel, Gehar, Ria'iah, Rezin, Nikoda, Gazum, Uza, Paseya, Besaya, Asna, Mi'unum, Nafuzum, Bakbuk, Hakafa, Harher. Basloth, Mehida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tima, Neziah, and Hatifa. The descendants of these servants of King Solomon returned from exile. Sote, Hasophereth, Peruda, Ja'ala, Darkon, Gidel, Shephetiah, Hatil, Pokereth Hazabaim, and Ami. In all, the temple servants and the descendants of Solomon's servants numbered 392. Another group returned at this time from the towns of Telmea, Telharsha, Kirib, Adon, and Imer. However, however, they could not prove that they or their families were descendants of Israel. This group included the families of Delilah, Tobiah, and Nakoda, a total of 652 people. Three families of priests, Obiah, and Barzillai also returned. This Barzillai had married a woman who was a descendant of Barzillai of Gilead, and he had taken her family name. They searched for their names in the genealogical records, but they were not found, so they were disqualified from serving as priests. The governor told them not to eat the priest's share of food from the sacrifices until a priest could consult the Lord about the matter by using the Urim and Thunum, the sacred lots. So a total of 42,360 people returned to Judah, in addition to 7,337 servants and 200 singers, both men and women. They took with them 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. When they arrived at the Temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the family leaders made voluntary offerings toward the rebuilding of God's temple on its original site, and each leader gave as much as he could. The total of their gifts came to 61,000 gold coins, 6,250 pounds of silver, and 100 robes for the priests. So the priests, the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled in the villages near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their own towns throughout Israel. Ezra 3. In early autumn, when the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled in Jerusalem with a unified purpose. Then Jeshua, son of Jehoshaphat joined his fellow priests and Zerubbabel, son of Sheatiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. They celebrated the festival of shelters as prescribed in the law sacrificing the number of burnt offerings specified for each day of the festival. They also offered the regular burnt offerings and the offerings required for the new moon celebrations and the annual festivals as prescribed by the Lord. The people also gave voluntary offerings to the Lord. Fifteen days before the festival of shelters begin, the priests had begun to sacrifice burnt offerings to the Lord. This was even before they had started to lay the foundations of the Lord's temple. Then the people hired masons and carpenters and bought cedar logs from the people of Tyre and Sidon, paying them with food, wine, and olive oil. The logs were brought down from the Lebanon mountains and floated along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea to Joppa, for King Cyrus had given permission for this. The construction of the Temple of God began in mid-spring, during the second year after they arrived in Jerusalem. The workforce was made up of everyone who had returned from exile, including Zerubbabel, son of Shotiel, Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, and his fellow priests, and all the Levites. The Levites, who were twenty years old or older, were put in charge of rebuilding the Lord's Temple. The workers at the Temple of God were supervised by Jeshua with his sons and relatives, and Cadmiel and his sons, all descendants of Hodaviah. They were helped in this task by the Levites of the family of Hinnadad. When the builders completed the foundation of the Lord's temple, the priests put on their robes and took their places to blow their trumpets, and the Levites, descendants of Asaph, clashed their cymbals to praise the Lord, just as King David had prescribed. With praise and thanks, they sang this song to the Lord. He is so good. His faithful love for Israel endures forever. Then all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord, because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. But many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. Psalm 45 For the Choir Director a love song to be sung to the tune, Lilies, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. Beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king, for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. You are the most handsome of all. Gracious words stream from your lips. God himself has blessed you forever. Put on your sword, O mighty warrior. You are so glorious, so majestic. In your majesty, ride out to victory, defending truth, humility, and justice. Go forth to perform awe-inspiring deeds. Your arrows are sharp, piercing your enemies' hearts. The nations fall beneath your feet. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter of justice. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else. Myrrh, aloes, and cassia perfume your robes. In ivory palaces the music of strings entertains you. King's daughters are among your noble women. At your right side stands the queen, wearing jewelry of the finest gold from Ophir. Listen to me, O royal daughter, take to heart what I say. Forget your people and your family far away for your royal husband delights in your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. The princess of Tyre will shower you with gifts. The wealthy will beg your favor. The bride, a princess, looks glorious in her golden gown. In her beautiful robes she is led to the king accompanied by her bridesmaids. What a joyful and enthusiastic procession as they enter the king's palace. Your sons will become kings like their father. You will make them rulers over many lands. I will bring honor to your name in every generation. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. Thanks for joining me today for today's Daily Scripture Reading. I'd like to recommend to you a podcast by my friend David Heflin called In The Seams, a podcast inviting people with chronic pain and illness to consider how God is in the seams of our brokenness and how he mends us through our suffering. Please click on the link in the podcast description to check it out now. Ezra 1 In the first year of King Cyrus of Persia, the Lord fulfilled the prophecy he had given through Jeremiah he stirred the heart of Cyrus to put this proclamation in writing and to send it throughout his kingdom. This is what King Cyrus of Persia says, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He has appointed me to build him a temple at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Any of you who are his people may go to Jerusalem in Judah to rebuild this temple of the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives in Jerusalem. And may your God be with you. Wherever this Jewish remnant is found, let their neighbors contribute toward their expenses by giving them silver and gold, supplies for the journey, and livestock, as well as a voluntary offering for the temple of God in Jerusalem. Then God stirred the hearts of the priests and Levites, and the leaders of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, to go to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple of the Lord. And all their neighbors assisted by giving them articles of silver and gold, supplies for the journey, and livestock. They gave them many valuable gifts in addition to all the voluntary offerings. King Cyrus himself brought out the articles that King Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the Lord's temple in Jerusalem and had placed in the temple of his own gods. Cyrus directed Mithridath, the treasurer of Persia, to count these items and present them to Sheshbazzar, the leader of the exiles returning to Judah. This is a list of the items that were returned. Gold Basins, 30 Silver basins, one thousand silver incense burners twenty nine gold bowls, thirty silver bowls, four hundred ten, other items, one thousand in all, there were five thousand four hundred articles of gold and silver. Shesbazar brought all of these along when the exiles went from Babylon to Jerusalem, Ezra two Here is the list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Saraiah, Realiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Misbar, Bigviah, Rehum, and Ba'anah. This is the number of the men of Israel who returned from exile. The family of Perosh Two thousand one hundred seventy two the family of shephetah three hundred seventy two the family of era seven hundred seventy five the family of pahath moab descendants of jeshua and Joab two thousand eight hundred twelve the family of Elam one thousand two hundred fifty four the family of zatu nine hundred forty five the family of zakai seven hundred sixty the family of Benai, 642, the family of Bebei, 623, the family of Asgad, 1222, the family of Adonachem, 666, the family of Bebei, 2056, the family of Adin, 454, the family of Ader, descendants of Hezekiah, 98, the family of Bizai, three hundred twenty three. The family of Jorah, one hundred twelve. The family of Hashem, two hundred twenty three. The family of Gibar, ninety five. The people of Bethlehem, one hundred twenty three. The people of Netophah, fifty six. The people of Enathoth, one hundred twenty eight. The people of Beth Asmaveth, forty two. The people of Jearim. Kafira and Beeroth, seven hundred forty-three; the people of Ramah and Giba, six hundred twenty-one; the people of Mekmesh, one hundred twenty-two; the people of Bethel and Ai, two hundred twenty-three; the citizens of Nebo, fifty-two; the citizens of Magbish, one hundred fifty-six; the citizens of West Elam, one thousand two hundred fifty-four; the citizens of Haram Three hundred twenty. The citizens of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, seven hundred twenty five. The citizens of Jericho, three hundred forty five. The citizens of Sinea, three thousand six hundred thirty. These are the priests who returned from exile. The family of Jedediah, through the line of Jeshua, nine hundred seventy three. The family of Imer, one thousand fifty two. The family of Pashur, 1,247. The family of Harim, 1,017. These are the Levites who returned from exile, the families of Jeshua and Kademiel, descendants of Hodaviah, 74. The singers of the family of Asaph, 128. The gatekeepers of the families of Shalom, Ader, Talmon, Aqab, Hatida, and Shobai, 139. The descendants of the following temple servants returned from exile: Ziha, Hasufa, Tabeoth, Keros, Siha, Sayaha, Pedon, Lebanah, Hagabah, Akub, Hagab, Shamei, Hanan, Gedel, Gehar, Riaiah, Rezin, Nikoda, Gazum, Uza, Pasea, Besiah, Asna, Miunim. Nefusim, Bakbuk, Hakafa, Harher, Basloth, Mehida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tima, Niziah, and Hatifa. The descendants of these servants of King Solomon returned from exile. Sote, Hasophereth, Peruda, Ja'ala, Darkon, Gidel, Shephetiah, Hatil, Pokereth Hazabayam, and Ami. In all, the temple servants and the descendants of Solomon's servants numbered 392. Another group returned at this time from the towns of Telmea, Telharsha, Kirib, Adon, and Imer. However, however, they could not prove that they or their families were descendants of Israel. This group included the families of Delilah, Tobiah, and Nakoda, a total of 652 people. Three families of priests, Hobiah, and Barzillai also returned. This Barzillai had married a woman who was a descendant of Barzillai of Gilead, and he had taken her family name. They searched for their names in the genealogical records, but they were not found, so they were disqualified from serving as priests. The governor told them not to eat the priest's share of food from the sacrifices until a priest could consult the Lord about the matter by using the Urim and Thunum the sacred lots. So a total of 42,360 people returned to Judah, in addition to 7,337 servants and 200 singers, both men and women. They took with them 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. When they arrived at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the family leaders made voluntary offerings toward the rebuilding of God's temple on its original site, and each leader gave as much as he could. The total of their gifts came to 61,000 gold coins, 6,250 pounds of silver, and 100 robes for the priests. So the priests, the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled in the villages near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their own towns throughout Israel. Ezra 3 In early autumn, when the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled in Jerusalem with a unified purpose. Then Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, joined his fellow priests and Zerubbabel, son of Sheatiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. They celebrated the festival of shelters as prescribed in the law, sacrificing the number of burnt offerings specified for each day of the festival. They also offered the regular burnt offerings and the offerings required for the new moon celebrations and the annual festivals as prescribed by the Lord. The people also gave voluntary offerings to the Lord. Fifteen days before the festival of shelters began, the priests had begun to sacrifice burnt offerings to the Lord. This was even before they had started to lay the foundations of the Lord's temple. Then the people hired masons and carpenters and bought cedar logs from the people of Tyre and Sidon, paying them with food, wine, and olive oil. The logs were brought down from the Lebanon mountains and floated along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea to Joppa, for King Cyrus had given permission for this. The construction of the Temple of God began in mid-spring, during the second year after they arrived in Jerusalem. The workforce was made up of everyone who had returned from exile, including Zerubbabel, son of Shetil, Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, and his fellow priests, and all the Levites. The Levites, who were twenty years old or older, were put in charge of rebuilding the Lord's temple. The workers at the temple of God were supervised by Jeshua with his sons and relatives, and Cadmiel and his sons, all descendants of Hodaviah. They were helped in this task by the Levites of the family of Hinnadad. When the builders completed the foundation of the Lord's temple, the priests put on their robes and took their places to blow their trumpets, and the Levites, descendants of Asaph, clashed their cymbals to praise the Lord, just as King David had prescribed. With praise and thanks, they sang this song to the Lord. He is so good. His faithful love for Israel endures forever. Then all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord, because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. But many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had seen the first temple, wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. Psalm 45 For the choir director, a love song to be sung to the tune, Lilies, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. Beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king, for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. You are the most handsome of all. Gracious words stream from your lips. God Himself has blessed you forever. Put on your sword, O mighty warrior. You are so glorious, so majestic. In your majesty, ride out to victory, defending truth, humility, and justice. Go forth to perform awe-inspiring deeds. Your arrows are sharp, piercing your enemies' hearts. The nations fall beneath your feet. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter of justice, you love justice and hate evil. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else. Myrrh, aloes, and cassia perfume your robes. In ivory palaces, the music of strings entertains you. Kings' daughters are among your noble women. At your right side stands the queen, wearing jewelry of the finest gold from Ophir. Listen to me, O royal daughter, take to heart what I say. Forget your people and your family far away, for your royal husband delights in your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. The princess of Tyre will shower you with gifts. The wealthy will beg your favor. The bride, a princess, looks glorious in her golden gown. In her beautiful robes she is led to the king, accompanied by her bridesmaids. What a joyful and enthusiastic procession as they enter the king's palace. Your sons will become kings like their father. You will make them rulers over many lands. I will bring honor to your name in every generation. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. Thanks for joining me today for today's Daily Scripture Reading. I'd like to recommend to you a podcast by my friend David Heflin called In The Seams, a podcast inviting people with chronic pain and illness to consider how God is in the seams of our brokenness and how he mends us through our suffering. Please click on the link in the podcast description to check it out now.